Hello, it's Sarah here. I'm so glad you are listening to the Heart to Heart Outreach Podcast. One of my greatest passions is ministering to women, creating a space where they can learn from others and ultimately becoming the women God has made them to be. This message you are about to hear will surely do that for you. Why not share it with a friend as you grow together in Jesus? Hello there and welcome. This is Sarah Muloy from Heart to Heart. I know uh, we haven't really been uh, able to release a, a video for some time now. And uh, I just found uh, time. Uh, this video was supposed to have been done last month, actually, because it's just in line with um, October being the uh, domestic violence month. Uh, but then a time just flew by before I realized October was gone. But anyway, information is still there and uh, we now have this time to, to share. So as, as we all know, uh, I've been uh, sharing a lot on uh, abuse, abusive relationships, uh, abusers, and the mechanisms that uh, abusers uh, tend to employ to exert abuse uh, over their victims. And I've shared a lot about on uh, things like projection, um, gaslighting, triangulation, and um, smear campaign, and, and all sorts. And today, uh, I'm going to share on um, one of the tactics that uh, the uh, abusers um, tend to employ to you know, do what they do to their victims, which is um, using flying monkeys. And I'm just going to, um, I, I think we are going to have uh, two episodes because it's going to be a bit longer for one video. Flying monkeys. You feel attacked. People are pointing at you and whispering. Some of them total strangers. Some people you know. People you thought were your friends seem to be avoiding you lately. You hear that you are being gossiped about. You are being lied about. You start to feel like an outcast in your own social group. I hope you never experience this, but if you do, there's a good chance you are the victim of a narcissistic smear campaign. They spread lies about you and bash you in an attempt to tear you apart from the people and places you love. Narcissists recruit others to spread the lies to actively participate in the damage to the target's reputation. It's all about destroying you as a person. We talk about um, character assassination. That's exactly what the narcissist will be uh, about to do to you. The psychological term for these associates is flying monkeys. Origin of the term flying monkeys. Uh, I don't know, some of you may have seen the movie, but I haven't. So I had to learn about the movie. Apparently, the term was coined from the movie The Wizard of Oz in which the wicked witch dispatches monkeys uh, to fly and get Dorothy and her dog. And the monkeys obey her command, doing her dirty work for her, taunting 
and terrorizing Dorothy as she tries in vain to get back home. And so it is with Narcissus and their flying monkeys. As if a magical spell has taken over, the bond between the Narcissus and their flying monkey is one of unwavering loyalty. Even in the face of danger, the flying monkey has loyal over their master, the narcissist. When the narcissist wants to evoke some punishment on their target, they dispatch their henchmen, aka flying monkeys, to do their bidding. Unfortunately, this can and often does include abusive behavior such as guilt tripping, twisting the truth, gaslighting, assaults, threats, and violence. This keeps the narcissist out of harm and able to claim innocence if caught. That's the reason why they employ all these people to do the dirty job for them. So they remain the person that they always want to portray out there in the public eye. And so the gullible person will do anything, absolutely anything that the narcissist wants them to do on the target to further the abuse. In most cases, this happens. It starts to happen when uh, the target is still in the relationship, actually. But it is a, a more subtle because the abuse happens when the relationship is still carrying on. It doesn't wait until uh, the target leaves. It, it starts when the, the target is still in the in, in a partnering in the relationship. So these flying monkeys will be employed during that time. But then when the target realizes what's going on or they realize now they get educated and they leave the relationship, unfortunately, the narcissist continues and they employ even more monkeys now to extend the, the, the abuse and further the abuse no matter what, whether the person is still in the relationship or they are now, uh, they have now left the relationship, the abuse through the uh, flying monkeys will always continue and this is just how it is. The flying monkey will be so loyal to the narcissist hoping that maybe, maybe, just maybe, the narcissist will like them enough and eventually marry them. And in most cases, as I said from my previous videos, that I'm sorry, but it has to be that way because a large um, percentage of uh, narcissistic abusers are men. So, you know, I will always refer to men because it's it, it just how it is. You know, I think it's to do with physical power that abusers are more male than female. And uh, so I'm just going to refer to a narcissist uh, as, as a male, obviously. So to, just to make it more understandable. And then, uh, so the flying monkey will be so so uh, loyal, hoping that, uh, you know, they, they may have a chance with the narcissist. What happens is that the narcissist just, what they always do, they lure people into their web by 
making the person feel like the narcissist is into them, the narcissist really loves them, they are the one, the narcissist is now going to settle with them. They, they play it so well to a point where the other person really believes that now they found somebody who's really interested in the, in them and they do this they did this with the victim in the beginning of the that toxic relationship and that's the reason why the victim became the victim because the victim maybe stayed in that relationship because they were lured by all these uh, future faking mechanisms that narcissists always employ and then they do the same with the, the the flying monkeys they come across to the flying monkey as someone who's really interested in them someone who's loving them someone who's really planning a future with them and they may even go to a point of saying it you know and uh, uh, bashing the, the the target who may have left the relationship and or is still in the relationship whatever or i don't like them anymore they are bad they are doing this to me the narcissist now becomes a victim tells the flying monkey how uh, bad they are being treated by the, uh, the the target everything that they do to the target is now uh, twisted the, the, they are, the, 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 the victim is the one that is doing that to the to, to the narcissist telling this to the flying monkey the flying monkey that has now has a hope of having a good relationship with the narcissist they now see this as a chance because if I'm good and I'm better than the target then that means the narcissist may end up with me so I, I have a chance here so they are going to do their best to do what the narcissist wants them to do because they are looking at that chance that they see that they can have now uh, uh, with, 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 with the narcissist. Now, the other reason these uh, uh, gullible people do this terrible thing is a need to boost their own self-esteem. If the narcissist is a person of authority, especially if it's a person of power, if they are well-known, or have influence for the flying monkey to be associated with someone like that oh it's a bonus and they will go all out all out to be the bestie with this person but who are these uh, flying monkeys and why do they willingly submit to such a character this happens all the time it happens all the time whether we want to believe it or not it does happen and people suffer and some even die and some become like so dysfunctional in life that they can't do anything at all from the subtle abuse that they, 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 they get. They suffer in the hands of a narcissistic personality people. And in all societal settings, be it political, corporate, business world, religious settings, employment, you name it, you will find people with this personality and they will always do what they always do. They will always target others and employ flying monkeys to further their abuse. From the minute the narcissist meets you, they begin grooming every person you associate with. They begin by evaluating your relationships with these people to determine the strength of the tie. So they are going now to take a chance on your friends, maybe family, 
or associates, sometimes even with people's children. And in cases where narcissists are married to the target, the person they are abusing, they are married to them, is their wife, they have children. They use those children, their own children, they use them against the target. That's how evil this personality can be. So anything to them is a flying monkey and they will use it to feather the abuse. They may express their love for you and their belief that you and the narcissist are soulmates. This is in the beginning of the relationship, remember. This test will determine whether or not your friends immediately return to you with this information. So, what they do is when they spot a potential monkey, a flying monkey, which they always go, they, 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 they will always uh, go to people who are closer to the target. Let's say, for example, the narcissist uh, is married and they are abusing their wife, obviously. They are going to target the wife's friends, the wife's family, uh, the wife's work colleagues, bosses, everything, social groups, gatherings, whatever the wife is associated with or affiliated with. Those people, the narcissist, will be trying to lure into their web and turn them into a flying monkeys. But they don't just take every Tom, Dick and Harry. They are going to look at those who show potential to become flying monkeys. How do they do that? Let's go on. They will express their love to this potential flying monkey. For example, a best friend of their wife. They will secretly, behind the wife's back, express their love to this person the best friend to their wife. And then they are testing this person. If this person by any chance falls into the snare and they really believe that the narcissist loves them uh, and they, the narcissist doesn't love their wife, who is who happens to be their friend. And then they really now play on with all these tactics. Then the narcissist is going to make sure that they turn them into a flying monkey. But if this person realizes for some reason it, it doesn't feel right, how on earth? Their wife is my best friend. I always go to their house. We've always been together, maybe as couples or whatever. How on earth can they really say this about my friend to me? And how on earth can they really, let's say, for example, the narcissist has asked them out for coffee to start with. How can they ask me out for coffee if my friend is not coming. This doesn't sound right. So if you, as that person immediately questions that and made sure that the, uh, the narcissist knows about it and say, I don't understand why my friend can come, your wife can come, because we always gone out together. Why this time is she not coming? It doesn't feel right, does it? Once this person, the potential fly monkey, questions this, the narcissist drops the subject, changes it, and flees away, and he will never go back to that person. But the, the person, whether a family member, a colleague, a, whoever it is, associates, acquaintance of the wife or the target, 
if they entertain this and say, oh yeah, we can go out for coffee, doesn't matter whether my friend is there or not. If the narcissist then takes takes it further and say, oh, uh, actually, I I, I really, I've always loved you, you know. I've always looked at you and I felt like, oh, if only you were the one I was going out with. If that person entertains this, then they surely become the narcissist flying monkey. That's how they select their flying monkeys. They don't go anywhere far away they take people that are a bit closer to the target or the person they want to feather the abuse onto so this test will determine whether or not your friends immediately return to you with this information and say oh by the way your your husband asked me out or they don't so if they don't then the narcissist knows this is a perfect flying monkey they are checking reliability, loyalty, controllability on the part of the, the person. And the narcissist has deliberately chosen the weakest links in your network, those who are easiest to control. That's how they select them. Then good remarks about you to the monkeys by the narcissist turn gradually demeaning. In the beginning, they don't just bash you to this person or your friend, or your colleagues, or your boss, or whoever. They don't bash you in the beginning. They tend to speak well of you, how lucky they have you, the things they say you are doing that are all good. But when they get them now to their side and they are sure that this is somebody I can turn into a flying monkey and the person has really assured the narcissist that I can do anything to be in, in good terms with you, despite the fact that I will be disloyal to my friend. When the narcissist is now sure that this person can do that, they then change the subject. The subject is not about you being good now anymore. It's not about how happy they are with you, how lucky they feel to have you. No, the subject changes. Now, those good remarks uh, turn gradually in demeaning manners, belittling you, mocking and outright saying ugly things about uh, the person, smearing that person left, right and center with this uh, potential flying monkey. What are they doing? They are grooming the flying monkey to defend them. Then the flying monkey, because they, as I said, they would have made themselves um, like they would have made the flying monkey person believe that the, 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 the narcissist is, is actually liking them to a point where they really want to have a relationship with them. So the gullible person who's um, desperate for relationship, for example, then they would rather keep it a secret and not tell their friend. And then because they have a hope that maybe they can have a relationship with this person that they really find themselves loving now. So they will now have that in them to defend uh, the, 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 the narcissist against the potential aggressor who is, happens to be the target. So now the narcissist has turned the tables. They are not the person that is abusing their wife. It is their wife that is now abusing them or their girlfriend that is now abusing them. 
and they are feeding this in, in into the fly monkey. I am a victim. I am struggling. I don't sleep. The noise, the this, the that, the that. To a point where now this flying monkey wants really hard to protect this person that they have now come to love. They are going to do everything that it can take to make sure that they protect this person. Now the narcissist has a flying monkey. Now their abuse towards the target is going to be feathered. Doesn't matter where, how far and everything, the abuse will now uh, be augmented in a way. Flying monkeys can also be used to try and force you to return to the narcissist if you have left the relationship. It happens a lot where people would guilt trip the target, uh, making it sound like what they have done by leaving the narcissist is wrong. They would uh, make it look like bad people do that and uh, disregard the abuse, um, minimize it and rubbish it actually to a point where what happened to the target is almost not even considered to be bad. Um, expecting this uh, abused person to go back to, for more abuse, uh, back to the abuser. So the, the flying monkeys would be coming to uh, the, the target, trying to get the target to get back to the narcissist because the narcissist has actually asked them to do that. And uh, uh, they will communicate how much the narcissist adores you and desires re reconciliation. They become the bridge between the narcissist and you, enabling them to reach you. Because, for example, especially those that have terminated the relationship and have left. So they are going to be the bridge. That's how the narcissist can connect to you at a distance through the flying monkeys. If you stick to your no contact, no contact is that you have gone and there's no contact at all with the narcissist. If you stick to your guns and refuse reconciliation, saving yourself by doing this from returning to an abusive relationship and rightfully so, you now appear to be the one that is bad in the eyes of all those flying, flying monkeys. And flying monkeys will make sure that everybody around where you are believe you to be the bad one. That's the job they do for the narcissist. And before you know it, everybody else is looking at you in a, a very bad way. They are regarding you in a very bad way because they believe that you are the one that is bad, not the narcissist. What makes them do this? That is the flying monkeys. Ironically, many of them also have a disorder that the narcissist preys upon to meet their own needs. So these are people that, in most cases, they themselves are just not as well, just like the, the narcissist. They have something lacking, psychologically lacking in them. And that's why the narcissist will prey onto them. Here are some examples in order of their long-term unwavering commitment. Number one, narcissistic personality disorder. Other people who are also narcissistic, they have traits or they have the disorder. A narcissist will submit to another narcissist as long as they will be benefit there. Narcissists always, they are always looking for benefit. 
everything that they do, they have to get a benefit from. So they will submit to another narcissist as long as there will be a benefit, benefits such as power, influence, money, prestige, or the hope of overtaking the other narcissist in the future. Number two, people with generalized anxiety disorder. The, uh, by nature, this disorder has a continual stream of anxiety, which on the surface doesn't seem like a good fit for the narcissist. But again, it is the arrogant confidence with which the narcissist continually projects, because we know that the narcissists are, they project themselves with this arrogance, this power, this um, know-it-all, you know, this, uh, uh, my life is, is, is all together, you know, they are hiding their insecurities. These people, the people with narcissistic uh, uh, personality disorder are highly, highly disordered and they, are, they have high levels of insecurity, they have high levels of vulnerability, but they are always covering up by being arrogant, passive aggressive coming across as uh, doing well in life and 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 everything but they are just covering the real uh, things that are are happening so uh, these uh, things that they are projecting is attractive to the overly anxious person you see and then that's why this overly anxious person will fall for the narcissist and uh, number three is codependence uh, Codependents are people who, uh, they are people pleasers <laughs> in a nutshell. And uh, there are other people that are doing this uh, narcissism uh, that believe that uh, uh, people who become targets to narcissists are people who are codependent. Um, uh, yes, it is true, but it's not always true with everybody. Uh, Empath can also fall prey to narcissists and empath are different from codependents. Empath are people who always look for the good in others. They give people second chances, third chances, tenth chances. Uh, they believe that people can change. They are so kind. Uh, they want everything, the best out of people. And they sit with the narcissist because they still believe that there's a chance the narcissist will turn around. They think that the narcissist is not doing this deliberately. They think that the narcissist is really needing help and they are going to be that help. That's the empath. The codependent is a rescuer. So this type of relationship now, a fly monkey that has this uh, codependency, with the narcissist is is like a, a match made in heaven. Their mutual dysfunction is fed in an unhealthy manner. Codependents naturally like to serve and rescue others as a way of gaining satisfaction and purpose. Narcissists need constant tending to, and daily feelings of attention to soothe their hidden insecurities. What a match! It's like a pieces of a puzzle that come together just like that when you know when you were doing a, a big puzzle and you find the piece that just fits in that's the narcissist and the codependent however the relationship is not only toxic to the flying monkey but to the targeted person because the flying monkey is going to be used against the targeted person addicts number four 
people with addictive personality disorder. When the narcissist is the enabler, the addict will do or say anything to stay in their good graces. Ultimately, they make the perfect companion because all they need is a fix, which easily is supplied by the narcissist. Intuitively, the narcissist understand this because they too need a daily attention, which the addictive flying monkey is giving them. What a match. Can you see? Just like the, 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 the codependence, everything is just matching with that person with uh, addictive disorder. Dependent personality disorder. So this one is different from codependence. This is a, like 100% dependent. This is a person who can't make decision. They, including small ones, I mean, make decision like, I'm hungry, I need to eat. They, may, they want someone to tell them that you need to eat, you know. Without the narcissist uh, feeding uh, into this type of, uh, of a person, this type of a person uh, uh, cannot really function in life. So they view the narcissist as their help and it's like the narcissist is their, their God in a way. And the narcissist, that feeling of I'm superior because this person is, is, is feeding into that ego. We know from my previous you know, videos that ego is a, a big issue with, the, with people with narcissistic disorder. So they then get this ego boost from this person who is so dependent on them. If this person cannot do anything for themselves and they all rely on the narcissist to make decisions, to tell them what to do, how to live, how, what to dress, what to look, to look for, what work to do, who, I mean, everything that pertains to this person's life is is, 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 is the narcissist, uh, you know, orchestrating things on their behalf. That boosts the narcissist's ego. And that feeling of I'm superior is always at its best because of this person. Uh, sadly, there has never been a, 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 a person of, of such a dependent nature that has managed to leave the relationship. This is where the tragedy is. This type of people are the ones that really die in this toxic relationship because they can never make decisions to leave. Number six, the sociopaths. Now, with the sociopath, the narcissist has actually met their match. Actually, the sociopath is more cunning than the narcissist. And in a way, it's like then the sociopaths, even though the sociopaths in the beginning, they play to be the potential flying monkey, to becoming a flying monkey to the narcissist by playing a fool. They are playing a fool. They are not a fool. They know exactly what the narcissist is doing because the sociopath is much more clever than the narcissist, but they will play. Why? Because the sociopath uh, also is looking to benefit something from the narcissist. So they are going to do that because they know there's going to be a benefit for them at the end. So they will play the fool, do the job, do their dirty, dirty uh, job, 
onto the target. Unfortunately, they will still do that, further the abuse and do all that for the narcissist. But there will be a time after the sociopath has now uh, gotten their benefit, whatever they were benefiting from the the, 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 uh, the, the narcissist, or if, if, if they have now acquired their benefit, they throw the very narcissist under the bus. That is, they can expose the narcissist to the level of exposure. And in a way, I personally see this as a little bit of a, 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 an avenge uh, on the part of the target. Even though the, socio, the sociopath played the part and abused the target on behalf of the narcissist for that time. But in the end, the sociopath throws the narcissist under the bus, exposes them and leaves them very guilty and ashamed because everything that they were doing with the sociopaths, flying monkey, getting them to abuse their narcissist has come to the open without them having realized and seen it coming. So they were taken by surprise. But this is just a small benefit on the part of the target that now the narcissist has been exposed by depending if the flying monkey was a sociopath. All of the types of people mentioned here that the narcissists tend to turn into their fly monkeys will be one of the following. So we mentioned the types of personalities that or disorders that these people would uh, normally have. So all of those people, all of those disorders will be found among total strangers to the target. That is, they would be friends of the target they would be among acquaintances of the target. They would be among family members of the target. As I said earlier, that where maybe the narcissist is married, they have children with their wife that they are abusing. They turn the children against uh, the wife. And then they would be, or they can even take the wife, sister. In, in some cases, apparently, the, the, the narcissist can even turn uh, the parents of the target against the, the target and they, they are fooled into believing the narcissist or the, the, the siblings of the target against the target. They are fooled into believing what the narcissists say. Then they, they, they turn against uh, their own blood, uh, flesh and blood. It does happen. It can be people in authority whom you are directly under their leadership, colleagues, members of same groups you are part of, e.g. can be a class or a church or a social uh, gathering or a social group. Covert narcissists tend to run in severe different, in, in, in several different social circles at the same time. So they are everywhere. You know why they are everywhere, narcissists? Because they are looking for flying monkeys. And, and if they cover a large area, then they, they stand a very good chance of feathering the abuse on the target because they will cover everywhere where the target may end up going. It's one of their tactics for ensuring a constant source of narcissistic supply at the same, at the same time because the flying monkeys, they give supply to, 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 to the narcissist, supply in a way of giving them attention, the very thing that they crave for, uh, making them feel big, making them feel powerful, making them feel important, making them feel maybe successful. I mean, all, you know, all of the above. So these flying monkeys will do this.
for the narcissist and then so the narcissist is benefiting because of this people you have never heard of will come out of the woodwork to participate in the smear campaign against you people you don't even know who will just come from nowhere and they would just have an issue with you you haven't done anything to them but they just have an issue with you watch out they are probably flying monkeys but and they are being used by the narcissist you will find out they have been spreading lies about you for quite some time they won't ever make an effort to know the real you these are the flying monkeys they spread lies on behalf of of, of the, the narcissist they smear you on behalf of the narcissist but they have never taken time out to learn about you and know you for themselves and see what they see about you know what they know about you and compare with what the narcissist say you you are and make their own decision no they don't have time for that these are the the the, the gullibleness that comes out of them because an intelligent person won't just swallow what somebody else tells them about somebody. They will take time to know that person for themselves and make their own decision. So um, they will be afraid to do this based on what the narcissist told them. So sometimes it's because of what the narcissist told them. The narcissist will even tell them, don't even go near that person. So they won't even come near you to know you because the narcissist said you mustn't unless you want to end up like me because now they are the victim remember they are now the victim on the other hand the narcissist will release the opportunity to turn people in your own circle your family siblings even your children we we, we mentioned this earlier uh, the next point ways the narcissist operates physical power over you versus social power over you their ability to limit where you can go. They send flying monkeys to cut you off from the places you love, the places you desire, the things you like or need to visit. Some examples are uh, in the case of security guards, doormen or bouncers. This would be maybe in um, um, nightclub settings. If maybe you are a person that likes nightclubs, You've always gone there with the narcissist. All of a sudden, you broke from the narcissist and you want to continue life, you know, as it has always been. So you go to the same places that you've always liked going. And then you find that the narcissist has gone before you. They have secured their flying monkeys right there. And then when you go there, uh, you find that the very people that were nice that time when you were going with the narcissist or before the narcissist turned against you, they are now something else. Why? It's because narcissists love to buddy up to anyone with a badge or the equivalent power. They are good at playing the victim, painting you as a threat who has them living in constant fear. One day you show up to a place you've been going for years and you are told you are not allowed. Security guard, a bouncer, tells you you can't enter. And you wonder, ah, ah, why all of a sudden the narcissist is behind it? Number two, it could be owners, general managers that can all of a sudden change towards you. 
Narcissists tend to have people they want to impress. Influential people like business owners and managers. They are always... If you see these people who are always showing up on social media with people who are high up there, taking photos to make sure that they are seen with people who have a reputation or in society, they have positions, they have money, wealth, they are known, they are famous. They, you know, all these people, narcissists will always make sure that they are seen with such people and they can turn them into flying monkeys very easily and then before you know it those type of people are now coming against you it can also be police officers lawyers and judges these are people who can legally prevent you from being in the places you desire or you need to go they can accomplish this in a variety of ways uh, authorizations of agency protective or restraining orders or threats to arrest or for disorderly conduct. There have been uh, cases where, especially in, in, in places where, in cases where people were married to narcissists and then, um, you know, they get restraining orders. They, uh, the narcissist will make sure that they take custody of the children and um, forbid the target that who, who happens to be the mother from seeing the children. They are using the lawyers. They are using the, the law, getting police to arrest the, um, the wife and claiming that the wife is abusing them when they are the ones abusing the wife. These things do happen. People end up in prison for crimes that they have not committed because the narcissist are using flying monkeys. They send their monkeys to limit your access to your friends' social groups or mess up the dynamic within the group. Let's say, for example, you are in a social group. Maybe you are even heading the group. They will make sure that they identify a potential flying monkey within that group you are um, maybe a, a leader in or you are a part of. And that person will now be used by the narcissist to disorganize the whole thing. Maybe you are in an organization that is yours. Uh, or maybe you, it's your endeavor. Uh, they, they will identify a, a potential flying monkey to come and disorganize in there. Someone who has joined and is part of that organization. They will make sure that they use that person to disorganize everything and destroy it ultimately. Because... The narcissist is the one that is out to destroy the target. And uh, the strategies they use in this instance are triangulation. They will identify a potential romantic partner. Remember we said the narcissist will always use romance. Fake. Remember, narcissists can love. They can love. They can have a, a real relationship. They cannot. They just can't. They are not built that way. But they will fake it because they have learned from normal people how to uh, um, attract uh, women, for example. Uh, you know, how to talk to women. They fake it because they can't, they, they, they can't, they, they, they can't sustain it. You know, they will do it for that time to lure that person into their lives. So what they will do is they will identify someone who's uh, lonely, looking for relationships, Either the person is single or those who are already married, but they are willing to cheat their partners and do things with the narcissist. So those will be potential uh, 
uh, people, uh, potential fly monkeys for the narcissist. Uh, triangulation uh, is, is how they do it. So they triangulate you with this uh, person within the group. Neurotics are some of the people that um, the narcissist will use uh, within your social sphere. These are people that are, are, are seeking to build themselves up by putting others down. You know, there are people who are so insecure and the only way they can be significant is by putting others down. So these are people that the narcissist will spot and they know the narcissist has studied people. They will know that this type of a person is a potential fly monkey because they get their boost of confidence by putting others down. So if I can get them to put my target down all the time, they will get a boost of their confidence. So them putting the target down is a form of abuse onto the, the, the target. And those willingly, uh, willing to solidify their own position in the group by pushing the other person out who happens to be the narcissist's target. Uh, now, uh, the other one is uh, the gullible. The gullible are those most willing to believe the narcissist victim playing story without hearing the other person's side of things. They don't take time to check with the target uh, as to what the narcissist saying is true. No, they just believe what the narcissist say without wanting to check. These are the gullible. And we have a whole lot of them, unfortunately. Another narcissist in your group, um, if there is another narcissist in the group, the narcissist will identify them and uh, use them. As we said, people with narcissistic disorder fall under the groups of uh, disordered people that can be used as flying monkeys. Flying monkeys range from being unaware partly aware and fully aware of what they are doing to the target. So we have come to an end of episode one and uh, we are going to carry on. So stay tuned. Don't go away because we still have a, a whole lot. The next episode is going to start where uh, we are now going to learn about this type of fly monkeys, those who are aware of what they are doing those who are unaware of what they are doing and those who are partly aware of what they are doing. So that's where we are going to start in the next episode. Stay tuned. <music>